One July, I was on a walking trip in the north of Sweden. At 3am in the morning, I was sitting outside my tent looking across a lake. The sun was slowly dropping to the horizon. It seemed to touch the water and then just go back up again. It was a night in the mountains I'll never forget. In these videos, we're looking at what the Bible says about the birth of Jesus. Last time we joined Mary on her journey. It began with an encounter with an angel in Nazareth and ended with her giving birth to Jesus in Bethlehem. This time, we're going to meet some shepherds who had a night that they would never, ever forget. It all begins in a very normal way. In Luke chapter 2, in verse 8, we read, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. The darkness contained lots of dangers for the sheep. Dangerous wild animals, or the risk of wandering off and falling into some unseen crevice. For their safety, it was essential that the shepherds spend both day and night with their sheep. I'm sure it wasn't all work though. I imagine there was quite a community among the shepherds outside Bethlehem. Meeting around the fire, catching up and joking about to pass the night hours. This night would be different though. Just as he did with Mary, God interrupts their evening with a message. In chapter 2 and verse 9 we read, An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Now, these men were used to danger. David, one of Israel's kings in the Old Testament, started life in Bethlehem looking after his dad's sheep. He talks about facing down lions and bears. Being a shepherd was no job for the faint-hearted. Yet these tough guys are petrified at the sight of one of God's angels. The angel's not there to hurt them, though. In verse 10 we read, The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. I'm sure you would have heard the collective sighs of relief, followed by the whirring of the brain gears as they tried to think what this news might be. The angel carries on. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. My first contract phone was a Nokia 3310. To text, you had to press the buttons multiple times to get the right letter. Because it took so long, everyone used short forms of words, things like LOL for laugh out loud. The problem was, I could never remember what they meant. I had to keep looking them up because none of it made sense. At first sight, the angel's message can seem a little bit like that. What's clear is that someone has been born. But where? And who is he? Where's the town of David? It's Bethlehem, the town where Jesus was born. How's this baby a saviour? The Jews were waiting for a man promised and sent by God. They expected that God would send a rescuer who would drive out the occupying Roman forces. Yet the Bible tells us that Jesus came for a bigger purpose. He came to save people from their sin, and he would do that by dying on the cross. What's the Messiah? The Messiah, or the Greek equivalent, the Christ, was a title for God's promised king. He's the one who would rescue God's people. The angel spells it out clearly. Jesus, this baby, is the king. The last part of the statement is the most incredible. The baby is not only the Messiah, God's promised deliverer, he is also God himself. He is the Lord. 
How would you respond at this point? I think my feet would be firmly rooted to the spot, mouth open in shock and amazement. Next, the angel prompts them into action. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Before they can leave, though, the sky is lit up with more angels, exploding with praise. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. What would the shepherds do? They look at each other. There's only one thing on their minds. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they set off for Bethlehem. It's night time. What time exactly, we don't know, but they didn't care. They had to see the child they'd heard about. Verse 16 tells us, so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Now, we don't know what happened in the house. Did anyone ask to hold Jesus? Did they push and shove or follow in one at a time? Did they bring a lamb as a gift or come empty handed? I have so many questions. We do know what happened next, though. In Luke chapter 2 and verses 17 to 18, we read, When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds knew they'd seen something, no, someone incredible, and they wanted to tell the world about him. This baby, they'd been told, was a saviour, a saviour who was God, and they were blown away. I want you to think of the best Christmas present you've ever received. You pull away the wrapping paper and see it. Maybe it's something you've asked for, or maybe it's a complete surprise. You open it up, and there's that sense of wonder as you look at it or use it for the first time. Does it compare, though, to the wonder the shepherds had? as they saw Jesus that night, as they remember the angel's words, this is the Saviour, the Messiah, the Lord. Have you seen how amazing Jesus is? Well, that's the shepherd's journey. Next time we'll be joining the wise men, the Magi, as they travel a great distance to see Jesus. Be sure to like our Facebook page or subscribe to our YouTube channel to be notified when it's out. Hopefully, See you next time.